put this on the screen and online. So invest talks about what God has asked us to do. And I have two verses for you. The first one is from, if you put the next slide up, I forgot what the first verse was. I got them back in my head again. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. This First uh, Timothy four fourteen is do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. The gift that is in you is the resources and talents and skills and spiritual gifting that God has for each person who belongs to Jesus Christ. That's what that's talking about. And then the next verse out of Second Timothy chapter one, verse. 6 says, I, I remind you, stir up the gift of God, which is in you, just laying on in my hands. And I'm asking us to let God stir up the gift. And stir up doesn't mean like a spoon. It means stir it up as in waken it. You know, stir it from the sleep. Not stir like a bowl, but stir from rest. To bring it to life. And when that gift is brought to life, then you can invest that in kingdom purposes. So those are the two verses that have helped me focus what we're about to talk about in a second. And and one of the things I like about investing and in, in this theme is there's three things. First of all, you gotta know why. Why would you even do it? You gotta know what it means, and then you have to know how. How do you do it? So in other words, you have to know what you're doing, why you're doing it. And you have to understand how to do it. And it has to be easy. So you can share it with somebody else who can do the same thing. So it has to be what they call replicable or repeatable. And so on our next slide, it gives us a little hint here about what this is about. You see, a lot of Christians try to fulfill the American dream. And, and rather than those who are in the dark spiritually and don't know Christ... They don't get any resources. And so we've invested in, sometimes in the wrong things and not enough in the right things. I'll get to that a little bit more in the message here. But I just wanted to give you that quote from David Platt because we often pursue things that should be a second priority as a first priority. That makes sense? Go ahead and next slide. God's given you your talent for purpose. There's reasons for it, and they're eternal. And um, He intends you to use those unique gifts to help the world be better. What we miss a lot of is when Christ is in us, we're different people. There's a light in us that is not in the world. And the world will say He's just a prophet, He's just a man. But they haven't invested in faith in Jesus Christ to know that that's not true. Jesus Christ is God in us, the hope of glory. He is truly the King of kings, Lord of lords, the only way to the Father, the only name given under heaven by which we must be saved. His name alone is our Redeemer. And nobody else gets that chance or that job, and you can't diminish that and be effective in your witness. Next one. So, we all invest. We invest in what we love. If you don't like something, you're not going to spend a lot of time doing it. I'm the same way. If I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. You're not going to see me doing stuff uh, out and about in the world that does not engage me in a certain level or interest. But if we love it, we're going to invest in it on one level or another. 
And if we really love something, whether it's family, work, occupation, hobby, whatever that might be, we invest our time, resources in it because we love it. And so God is asking us to consider what we love and how we invest in what we love. Next one. Every day, I believe this, every single day you have the ability to influence somebody. I believe that. Whether it's through a smile, a kind word, a handshake, a kind gesture, anything like that can change a life. And you may not even know it. Sometimes we think, well, I can't do much. But if you're kind to somebody or show a kindness, even a smile to someone who's not feeling well or ask somebody how they're doing, a stranger even, and, and ask if you can pray for them. You know what? That person's life could be transformed in that moment. You don't know. I know of stories and testimonies where people have said, I was hurting, I was lost, I was broken, I had given up. And someone who loved Jesus said, I see you. You're valuable to me. You're worth my time in a moment of my time. And all the person did was say, I pray for you. Is there anything I can do to pray for you? It's all it took to save them from going all the way down and turn their life around. Because you don't know that God is in you until you start putting Him out there and the transformation happens, you don't understand why. God in you has all the power of God. So when you speak a word or share a smile, God's power is behind that. It's not just you because He's invested in you to invest in the world. And that's why the world can change through us, through one simple act of kindness. So we're going to invest in people. That's important, right? Really important. You can't just invest in a building. We have to invest in people around us, in the building, in the community, our families, um, our work environment, all those different things. And there's specific ways that we can do that that involve different levels of engagement from just a little bit to greater and greater. But it's easy to do when you know how. All you got to do is have the reason why you want to do it. And then also, invest in yourself. That means wisdom, knowledge, prayer, scripture, caring for yourself. It also involves investing in your family. You say, uh, why is that? Invest in my family, invest in myself. Have you ever heard the phrase, if your home ain't happy, you're probably not happy? If you invest in a healthy family and a joyous, spiritually well-balanced family, you probably have a better life. And you probably have a family that has a better witness. And so those things are really important. And, uh, and it's important to invest in yourself as well. So you can invest in something. And it might as well be eternal circumstances and consequences. Otherwise, you're going to throw it away on nothing. And so, I believe God's calling us to look at how we invest ourselves. And why. And how we can do it more effectively to build up our church and our kingdom of God around us. I thoroughly believe, without question in my mind... That this church could be a thriving community, a growing number of people, ministering to different ages of population, effectively going forward if we're willing to invest. And I believe God will invest in us 
as we invest in his kingdom and in his people. Because God likes to see us faithful. And if we're faithful in a little, he's going to give us more. And if we're faithful in that, he'll give a little more. And that is the word of God to us that he says. Those who are faithful in a little will be faithful in a lot. So he takes a look at the smaller picture and says, this is a reflection of you in a bigger picture. So invest. How will we do that? We're going to talk about it over the month of January. Why and how. I mean, why and what. And the how is going to start in February. So I hope you're ready. Because I think we are going to see some very powerful things for us to learn and grow together. And uh, the excitement is people start to get on fire for Christ and seeing our church growing. Sound like a plan? I think it sounds good. I think it sounds wonderful. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for investing in us. Thank you for loving us and ask you to help us to understand and implement what you're asking us to do on the way you're asking us to do it. It's nothing new. It's what you've been doing ever since the dawn of creation. You've invested in your creation and asked us to invest it back into your kingdom. So Heavenly Father, teach us, help us have willingness. And uh, as we're receptive, Lord, raise us up. I pray this in your name. Amen.